Welcome to episode 48 of Collector's Quest. On this episode, Kat and I talk about our top 5 spooky games and invite you to share yours with us. Also, winner of the CQ pick of the week is going out to Muscle Smurf. He had a really nice picture of DuckTales 2, Little Samson, and Gargoyles 2. And, you know, I, I like that he has PAL stuff. I don't get to see PAL stuff very often, which is one of the reasons I follow him. So, thanks a lot, and thanks for using the tag. All right, here comes the episode. episode of collector's quest i'm cat here with johnny yes you are back i'm back we are back after a, a short break yeah but sometimes it's needed and we're gearing up for one of your favorite months of the year so i feel like it, it's it's okay we had a break what's coming next is going to be good one of my favorite there's no one of it number one it is the let's be definitive <laughs> well i didn't want to say that and then you'd be like yeah but i also like this and this is a top contender or it's parallel no there there's okay. no pair this is it October okay. is the month, and I want everyone to notice, if you just rewind like 10 seconds, I got a Canadian sorry out of cat, so that was that was good. It was like a genuine, like, sorry, too. It wasn't like your normal sorry, that you're kind of sarcastic one. It's a little different. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm tired, and I'm not on top of it, but I'm in a good mood, so I don't even care. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it was super Canadian. I'm, I'm loving that. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, so as it's October now for everyone listening what uh what are we talking about well i assume throughout the whole month of october it's going to be slightly halloween related but today we're going to pick our top five favorite how do you want to phrase it horror games some of mine aren't really horror i mean top five spooky halloween themed ish games we don't need to lock it down but it's our 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 picks for spooky games i like it i think spooky is the perfect word all right cool all oh, right. So. Hold on. Hold on. I want to rant, uh, as usual, just for a second. Okay. Um, here's an, a recent trend in Halloween stuff. Uh, as someone who loves Halloween and Halloween decorations, I've been noticing more and more you go out of place and you like you design things. So, and I, I, I thought this was like a basic of design. Don't tell somebody something, show them. So I keep seeing signs, big blocky or chunky letters painted purple or orange spooky scary there's nothing spooky or scary about the word spooky or scary it's supposed to be spooky right it's well what is it what are these words happening have you seen this uh, no, uh, to be honest i haven't left my studio a whole lot i will be <laughs> tomorrow because everything is finished up for the season but are you just maybe you just want to have a spooky or scary atmosphere without somebody just putting it on a glittery purple sign and sticking it up somewhere? Am I yeah, going in the right direction? Right, right. It should like create a spooky atmosphere. Don't you know roto out a word and paint it purple and be like spooky. See, isn't this spooky because I spelled it out? <laughs> that is really stupid. I thought the basic idea of design was to show, not tell people. Okay, well, that's 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 a good point. I mean, is is no one else? I hope someone else is on board because every time I walk into Target or 
Michael's Crafts or any Halloween store that's like scary, spooky, haunted. I just want to punch somebody. But maybe to put this in context, you know, everybody should know that Johnny really likes to decorate for Halloween. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's a big thing. Because I feel like that puts it into context why this bothers you so much as somebody who does love Halloween and likes to decorate it for it. Right. I used to do haunted houses. I'm not even talking to that level. If your plate says spooky on it, that plate is not spooky. It's over. (laughs) It's done. It's no longer anything. I don't care if it's adorned with bats and eyeballs. It's not spooky. Now it's stupid. Okay, so you're just not feeling the glittery, spooky word sign. No, that's so dumb. So dumb. Anyways, that's on my mind, and I, you know, honestly, I don't have anyone else to tell this to, like my wife. She understands. We have a design uh, mantra in the house when we do decorations, and it is always, look, never say anything. Let let the design speak for themselves. The house has to look Halloween-y without it saying, Happy Halloween. Like, you can put a Happy Halloween sign in the in the entryway but when you actually get into the house there's nothing that says halloween on it it has to you will know it's halloween by being there nothing has to say happy halloween you'll get it you'll understand so there's some time thought put into this whole decorating process oh are you kidding i have like a design bible it's the same way you would design a living room or any room in your house okay these colors work these colors don't work this is our theme in this room this is our theme over here have to stay on theme can't buy anything without having it like because we have a bunch of stuff now so if it doesn't have a place like when we're buying something it's like okay where does it go and does it have a place if it does not it does not come home or go in the basket these are rules justify justify where this is going to go oh it's going there what what used to be there what's leaving well that's smart because then you don't end up with a whole bunch of crap all over the place right well and it's not like we don't have like some extras because sometimes you want to change up the theme and also another rule is just because you have a bunch of stuff doesn't need you don't need to put everything out. Keep some things understated. Go big some places and understate in others. Create a nice balance. And that's your design podcast for the week. Other name things that no one cares about. Hey, how's the weather up in Canada? Um, it's starting to get colder now. It really feels like fall. We had a couple warmer days last week, which was nice, but now it's starting to get colder. It's turned into like Sweather and scarf weather. I'm not jacket weather yet, thank God. I'm super jealous because it don't, it don't feels be. like it feels like fall here in Southern California. I know that because the wind is blowing, there's fires, and it's 105 degrees. So, hooray, it's fall. That's how you know yeah. it's fall in California. Or okay, California. you can have my weather, and I'll take your weather. Oh, oh really? I, deal. Done. Okay, perfect. 105. Back sweat yeah. and and uh, angry mobs. Just it's not good. You go anywhere, everyone's just hot and angry. It's not a good place to be. Yeah, it's better than permanently cold feet, though. I mean, just put on a sock. I have socks on. That's put not on another healthy. pair of socks. I'd have to run around the house with like twelve pairs of socks. My feet are never warm, so maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe you've got bad circulation. I'm sure I do. All right. Well, that's more stuff you didn't want to hear about. And I interrupted you, and I guess we can get back on topic now. Well, that's fine. I figured there was a rant somewhere, so I would just I figured you should just do it when you needed to do it. Yeah, and I feel like I really needed to get that off my chest. Like I said, no one else to tell this to. It doesn't matter if anyone gives a shit. I mean, I care. I care about this, and hopefully, even if you don't care right now, maybe it'll sink in. And if I can just 
change one person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm done. Okay. So would you like to start with uh, one of your, your picks? I'm not doing mine in any particular order because I just feel like that's way too difficult. Okay. Um, I won't do mine in an order either, but I will talk about kind of games that affected me. Um, and this was kind of the first one that I was like, wow, that, that looks kind of like Halloween-ish. And it started on the Nintendo, though the Nintendo version is not my pick. And I also played it in the arcades. And that's Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts, wherever you are on the spectrum there. And my pick is actually my favorite one is Ultimate Ghouls and Ghosts for the PSP, which I know I'm picking a portable game. So that's that's already crazy. Mine's blown everywhere. But yeah, it's just my favorite version of that game. I've actually never played that one. And I think it's so funny because I have to ask, have you played it on the PSP? Or have you hooked it up to a TV somehow? Oh no, I actually played this on the PSP when I when oh, I first okay. got when it first came out. I it's not like I've never played a portable game or anything. I just prefer to do it on the TV. But yeah, this was one of them I did play uh, through on the PSP on a trip. Okay, well that that says something about it because we all know you know or anybody who's a regular listener knows that uh, handheld's not your favorite. Yeah, Ghost and Goblins is great. Again, like. I don't understand the beginning necessarily because you're just like a knight. You're Arthur and you're chilling with, uh, oh God, what's her name? Perina. I forget her name. Starts with a P, the girl that you're, you're chilling with and you're having a picnic, but you're in your underwear. What is going on? Also, they're picnicking in a graveyard, which I find kind of weird. Like, have you ever played Ghost and Goblins? I have on other, you know, like other consoles, but never on on that one. But isn't it supposed to be weird if it's got kind of that Halloween spooky theme? Yeah, uh, but I mean, this is the standard opening for all the games. You're picnicking, and then uh, Red Demon comes down, grabs your girl, flies away. And I just think that's weird that you were in your underwear with your suit of armor next to you in a graveyard, and then zombies pop up, and there's like a crow. Yeah, it's awesome. It, it, It is perfectly... What I think of, like, when I think of Halloween, which is a lot of times graveyards and stuff. So, anyways, really good opening. I mean, it, the horror aspect of this game comes in from the game being such a damn pain in the ass. Super hard. <laughs> super, super hard. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a patience tester. Okay, well, I feel like that's a good pick. Maybe, though, no picnics in graveyards in your underwear. Maybe just picnics in graveyards or picnics in your underwear, but maybe not the two together. And, you know, how about none? None of the okay, above. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, well, you could have a picnic. And I think I'm actually cool with a picnic in my underwear. Yeah, I'm all right with that. I'm good. Okay. See, just yeah, just no graveyard picnics. Yeah. I'm talking about my underwear a lot on the podcast recently, so that's weird. And I see we've got some comments about that, so people are obviously loving it. Yeah, you know, uh, I hope you enjoyed images of me in a thong. I didn't, but I, I hope it brought you joy. <laughs> That's too funny. All right. Uh, what's your first pick? Um, I'm going to go with something pretty standard. Uh, I think it's probably one that a lot of people think of. I'm going to go with Luigi's Mansion. Oh, nice. Yeah. Obviously, really love that on the GameCube. Uh, something I definitely play through every October. Um, I usually play through it once in the winter, too. I really love this game, but I was really disappointed by the 3DS version, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Um, I didn't play through a whole lot of it. I don't know. It just didn't feel the same to me. No, my wife liked it. You didn't, you didn't love it? 
No, I didn't. And I usually really like handheld games, but I, I don't know. It felt a little bit lackluster to me. Like it just, I don't know. It, it felt a little watery and I don't know if it's just because the game graphics are a little bit darker and maybe you need the full screen to get the, you know, the whole effect. I'm not sure, but it didn't do it for me the same way the GameCube one does. Hmm. You know what I, I wanted them to make and they didn't? What? I want them to make, uh, when they made the Luigi ami- Amiibo, I wanted him with his Ghostbuster vacuum. Oh, I f- that would have been really cool. Right? That would have been a good one. Come on, guys. Yeah, I, I can see that. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, you got anything else on that one, or are we moving on? We're moving on. I think that's pretty standard. I don't think I need to give everybody a rundown. I'm sure you have all played this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with Luigi's Mansion. Okay, so my second pick is, like, one of the biggest WTF games I, I've played, especially recently, and that is... Deadly Premonition, and I have not played, there's a director's cut and a, and a classified edition, I only played the original, and I, I want to go back maybe this year, you know, replay, or play the director's cut, but this game, if you like, I guess, Twin Peaks and X-Files, though those aren't really the same show or anything, it has that weird vibe that those shows kind of gave out sometimes, like the Monster of the Week episodes. Of X-Files, it feels kind of like that, where Mulder would go to a weird-ass town and something strange would be happening. This Deadly Premonition feels like that, or or Twin Peaks, where the whole town is just, what is this nonsense? What is going on here? That's this game. Like, it starts out, you drive up, there's like a murder scene, there's a, a like a naked lady crucified to a tree, and then just, it, it gets weirder. And that, like, that's the, that's the baseline weirdness. And then it just spikes and gets weirder as you go. So if you've never checked out Deadly Premonition, it's on the 360 and the PS3. I've never, I've never played that. I don't even know if I really knew much about it, though it sounds like it might be worth a play because I do like kind of dark and twisted games, so. Well, the controls are kind of bad. And the dialogue is kind of horrible. But it, like, comes back around somehow. Not the controls. You just have to suffer through the controls. Of course. But, yeah, it it's not a super well-known game, but it's like building a cult status. And would you say it's worth it for the gameplay dialogue aside? Um, I mean, not necessarily the gameplay. It's really the, the narrative experience of the game, the weird setting and, like, the strange effects. That's what makes this worth it. Okay. You're not like, oh, man, the controls on this are so tight. I'm really enjoying this game. No. Just, if you are one of those people who just love the controls of games... You hate Resident Evil, and you hate this game. Okay. All right. Good to know. <laughs> yep. Okay. Go on. Your pick. Okay. So I'm going to go with something to follow up my Luigi's Mansion that kind of has the same feel. Um, I don't know too many people who've played this. Um, so I'm going with a game called Haunt for Xbox 360 with Kinect. Nice. Yeah. It is very much like Luigi's Mansion in a sense. You're walking around with a flashlight. You're finding items. You're fighting ghosts. I don't know. I really like it. I find that um, now I do want to make the statement that I have not played a lot of games on the Kinect, so I'm not sure how they normally function. But versus what games I had played with motion on the Wii, this was like 10 million times better. I actually found the controls really good. I found it fun. And to me, it did have really a Luigi's Mansion feel, but more interactive. So is this game a download game or is it? Because I think I remember this was download, right? Or was there a disc? No, I have the actual disc, um, but I thought you could download it, like on Xbox Live Arcade. Okay, yeah, because I think I played a demo. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, we have the actual disc and, uh, it's a fun one. Usually like when it gets closer to Halloween and if we're going to have a Halloween party or something, uh, a really good one to pop in. It's interactive. It's fun. It's funny to watch people and their ridiculous movements while they're trying to, you know, act like a normal human being, but can't seem to do what they would normally do because they're playing a game. Huh. Okay. I'm going to ask you, are you sure you have the disc? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have the disc. Now you're making me wonder if I do have the disc. Maybe I don't have the disc. Yeah, I, I think it was a download only. Okay, well, I retract my statement. To be honest, I just let John set stuff up. <laughs> yeah, it could be different. No, you know what? You know what? I think you might be right because there's another one on the Xbox or the Xbox like Rise that works of Nightmares. Yeah, like Rise. Yes. Yeah. That one has a disc, correct? That one does. Yes. Okay, yeah, so I probably have them. I was thinking that one was the download-only one, but this one must have been the download uh, one. I Like I said, I, I think I played the demo, and I was pretty interested in going further and then didn't have time that year, and then yeah. I think I forgot about it. Well, definitely worth you know worth a try since you really do love Halloween and stuff like that. It, it's fun. I mean, if you have a few people over and you want to play it, I think it's a good like group game, too, to take turns and just kind of chat and be interactive. Okay, yeah, maybe I will do that. I don't think you need to throw out the caveat that um, you haven't played many Kinect games because I don't think anybody has played many Kinect <laughs> games. That was kind of a total failure, I think, yeah. So I'm not on my own then. <laughs> no, no. And just for our listeners, the most frightening game on the Kinect is actually the Star Wars game. Uh, there's some <laughs> Han Solo dancing. Uh, yeah, ooh, boy. that Some scary things happened in that game. I feel like it's okay that I missed that. Uh, it's okay for everyone to miss it, and I would actually like to sponge it from my brain and never <laughs> know it again, but I can't, so I'll just I'll just deal with it. You're just going to have to go with it. Yep. Uh, that is my, my shame to bear. All right, back on to your next one, then. Okay, my next one is also a 360 game, and it is Alan Wake, which is an amazing game. Does anyone Another one I haven't played. Alan Wake is awesome. And it's also now Xbox One backwards compatible. So go put that in and play it. Super good. You know, you're out there in the dark with the flashlight, like creepy mane or something. And you're kind of like, you're an author, so Stephen King-esque. And your wife has gone missing and you're finding pages of your book and uncovering the mystery. And, you know, every time you're not in the light, things attack you so you're like running to different pools of light and like i have to have a flashlight out at all times yeah, it's super interesting kind of creepy it's just a, a really good game. oh well that would be a good one to add to my list then yeah alan like deadly premonition is one thing i think probably the most collectible game on the list because it's probably not probably undersold and underproduced but okay um yeah as far as Probably most entertaining game for you to play of like current gen. Yeah, Alan Wake's gonna be one of your best. Excellent. Well, I'm gonna add that to the list. I've heard good things about it, but I've never, I've never got to it. So I feel like I need a good list of things to play now that I've got more time. Yep, that that's one. Okay. All right. What's your third one? Okay, so this one needs no explanation. I'm sure mostly everybody who who likes this franchise has played this. Resident Evil Code Veronica. All right. I've actually not played Code Veronica. Really? Yeah, it's one of the few Resident Evil games I haven't played. And it just it was released at a weird time, and I missed it because uh, I wasn't playing games at the time. It released. 
Okay, well, that's fair. It wasn't one that I played until um, I was an adult and started collecting. Like, I'd heard about it uh, back then, but I never, you know, I never had a Dreamcast. I don't think I really knew anybody who had a Dreamcast. Um, but I do love the whole Resident Evil franchise. So I think um, it's it's probably one of my favorites. I'm not really keen on the constant you know going into the next scene and loading thing um just because i'm impatient but i'm not going to hold that against the game because that's just a personal gaming thing yeah um the the loading times are kind of were kind of a killer also i didn't love a lot of the tank controls for the game but what are you yeah exactly i mean it it is what it is it's definitely worth it apart from those facts yeah and I, I'm going to follow up your pick with uh, a Resident Evil pick of my own, which is Excellent. Resident Evil 1, which has the worst controls ever and some of the most hilarious dialogue. You, Jill, the master of unlocking. Oh, Barry. Like, just uh, quotable, wonderful, horribly acted and written dialogue for the whole game. I'm sure it's bad translation. But the first one is amazing. What Why it stands out to me. It was one of the first games that ever made me jump. And I mean, I was playing it in 100% the right setting. Uh, It was dark. It was winter. It was raining. It was pouring ass rain. And I I think I was 18 when I was playing for the first time. It wasn't even my my PlayStation. It was a buddy who let me borrow his. And I just gotten off work at like midnight. And he'd given me the system. I took it home. And I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and play this. And the damn dogs jump through the window. You're out in the in the greenhouse area or garden. Just scared the shit out. I was I like jumped. I'm like, what the? And I I'm not a jumper at all. At okay. The, and I just was not prepared for because uh-huh. uh, I and I had like I had like this really crappy 5.1 surround sound system like hooked up. So man, with the little subwoofer, so I got the like the full effect. I just remember being like, okay, a game caused that effect in me. I and I bought in completely after that. And like I said, it was just happened at a weird time. I was in the military when uh, Code Veronica came out, so I never played that. But also, I would not recommend going back and playing on the PlayStation 1. Uh, and they're just for our collector's portion, there are two versions of Resident Evil 1, and that's the jewel case and the long box on there. So you can look for either one. I prefer the long box myself. And, well, there's also director's cut. I digress from all of that. I would recommend the GameCube remake. That was really good. And I'm not sure I'm not sure how the recent re-release was, but that's one I want to check out. Also, another game I played on the portable uh, on the DS. The DS version was really good, too. Okay, so see, you do get some portable gaming in there sometimes. Yeah, I get it in there sometimes. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, well then on a Resident Evil note, are you excited for the new movie to come out in 2017? God, no, the movies are awful. The first mm. one, I take it back, the first one I enjoyed. Okay. And I, I've seen, like, the rest of them, but I never understand, like, what's going on. I'm just like, what? It feels like all kind of, and I'm not paying that close attention. It's just, what is this? Like, it's not really, I don't know if it's super tied into the games. I haven't played five or six. I started playing five, didn't like it. I really liked four. But, it, like, the movie is just so disconnected. The last one I remember the most was, like, I think Resident Evil 2 or 3 when they're in Las Vegas. And, like, I'm kind of interested, and I, I I like the lead actress. I like all that. It's kind of weird. And all the zombies were in jumpsuits in, in that one, and I was like, what are they all doing in jumpsuits? Did they dress them up? Like, who did that? Who dressed all those zombies? 
It was All right, well, that's fair. So your Resident Evil is more associated then with the games versus the movies. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay, what's your, what's your pick? Okay, so I think I'm going to go with something, again, a little more standard, a little less, um, you know, in need of a description, but I'm going to go with Castlevania. Okay, that's a solid choice. Which one? I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to go with the first one. Okay, original. All right, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the original one. I feel like, I mean, can you get more of a Halloweeny kind of feel than that? I, I mean, really, no description needed. Everybody knows about Castlevania, but I feel like my list wouldn't be complete if that were not on it. Right, and so for you're choosing your namesake. Yeah, I know. I, I have to always think about that and actually call it what it's called, as opposed to me. Castlevania's a man to finish my list up. Castlevania is also my last pick, but not for the NES, though the first one is amazing and, you know, got me into the series and I played it just a ton. And, you know, all those old movie monsters that I watched as a kid and was playing that as a kid, it was amazing. Like, right, that was that was some yeah. of the best, but the series evolved. And with that evolution, it got a little bit more serious and Symphony of the Night came out and the Upside Down Castle, and playing through it again, and getting 101%, it was like just an amazing experience, amazing music. Is there something more Halloween than Castlevania? I don't know. You're fighting Dracula in a haunted castle. Like, come on, that's the best. I feel like it's kind of the epitome of Halloween. Like, of everything we've talked about, it probably embodies Halloween the most. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, and then that's why I said I'm going to do this in no particular order. Okay, so what is your number one? I've got a guess. For, like, my number one overall game? Or for your last pick. Oh, for my last pick? Um, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go with Genesis now. I know I'm all over the place. Whoa. I'm going to go with Splatterhouse 3. Oh, I did not see that coming. Okay, well, then I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Is it because... I don't know. It's I, it's a good one. What can you can't go wrong with kind of a beat 'em up horror game? I mean, no, it, it's awesome. It was like the Splatterhouse series was one of the reasons I even wanted to look at a Turbo Graphic system when I was younger. Okay. I, was, I heard about it and wanted to see it, and then never did, and then actually didn't play one until Splatterhouse three. So was, that was actually my first Splatter. And that's the one that I always go back to around Halloween time. I feel like I kind of forget about the more Halloween-related games sometimes throughout the year, but I always enjoy them when I go back to them. And this is one that, for me to go back and replay, I, I still like it. It's not like it doesn't lose anything for me. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I always love games that are have Halloween elements. It's my favorite time of year, as we discussed. But you know, there there's so many. It's something I do year round. Uh, but I do try to play one every year. Okay. I, I pick a, a designated game, and I, I haven't, I haven't done that yet for this year. But I'm gonna pick one, um, this weekend. Well, I'm gonna be gone this weekend, but so when I get back, I'm gonna pick one, and then I, I begin, and then I play only Halloween games. If I beat that one, I move on to the next one. Sometimes I get through two or three. Awesome. I would be interested to know what your list is. Okay, I will. I will let you know. And okay. uh, so that that's our five. You got any honorable mentions? Well, uh, I will avoid the one that's probably everybody can think of that I would pick. As Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, where's Alice Madness Returns? It's it's not there. Everybody knows I love that. But to me, that's not just I don't know if it's Halloween. It's It's kind of twisted and dark in places. And I love it. But it's definitely not one that I think of with Halloween, though I could happily put it on my Halloween list. I think if I had to pick an honorable mention, I'm going to go with Castlevania 4. 
Okay. Um, I, I feel like that's another one. I know I already did a Castlevania, but again, how can you get more Halloween than that? You can't. It's, it's still a good choice. Exactly. What would your honorable mention be? Uh, Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. You know. Okay. Awesome. Eternal Darkness is awesome. It also has an excellent title. It's actually Eternal Darkness colon Sanity's Requiem. It's a sweet title. The game is awesome. It has all kinds of strange effects while you're playing. It doesn't work as well now, but back when it came out, it used to like bring up the green volume bars and would like it would look like they would go down and your volume it would just turn the sound off on the game. Yeah. And it would click it black and make the TV popping sound like you would if you had a CRT tube. Like your TV would go dark and flip your controls and stuff as you were slowly going insane. It was just, it was a really awesome game. Could have easily been on my list. Maybe I went too generic, but th- that would be my own. Super cool game. You guys should check it out if you have not. Well, I don't think it's a, a problem to necessarily some of the picks be what we would consider generic because it just means that they really are kind of tried and tested and true and they have that following of people who love them. Yeah, hopefully we put a few on there that surprised you, but uh, yeah, it's a pretty tried and true list. I mean, if we're only picking five, like, and especially our favorites. And I think maybe as the month goes on, we will we will delve into more Halloween games, of course, and we'll talk about more. But for now, top five, you know, you want that comfort food, and that's what these games are. Yeah, and I like I said, I'm not uh, the least bit upset with anything I've picked. Uh, the ones that I haven't played on your list, I'm interested to try. Yeah, they're good ones. I'm going to have to get to that code one. Yeah, I think you should. Um, you know, like I said, you may you may not be as happy with um, controls and things like that, but it really is a good game. Well, I'd be interested to see whether you like it or not, regardless. Okay, yeah, maybe I'll I'll put that on my list. I wonder if it was in the Resident Evil Five like, download pack where you could get the whole series if you bought the special edition. Um, I'm honestly not sure. I didn't even know there was a download pack. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember which ones, but I, it was like the Legacy Edition. And it came with, or maybe it was, I'm not sure if it was for five or six, but it came with a bunch of games. Okay, well, maybe. If not, I'm sure you can probably get your hands on one fairly easily. Yep. Okay, well, that does it for the list. Stay tuned for more Halloween stuff coming out. Share with us a few of your favorite Halloween games. And then also what we're going to be doing, Kat is going to join me at least uh, when she can. But we're going to be throwing out... Halloween Gaming 2016, I did it last year, and I try and take a picture of a Halloween-themed game every day, as I have a, a plethora of them to which to do that. I don't know if Kat has the abundance of Halloween titles to snap from, but uh, she'll put one out at least once a week, right, Kat? Oh, yeah, it'll definitely be more than once a week. I think I can honestly do the whole month in October, but I have to have a good look through. I already started pulling some, so I feel like I've got a good pile together. But yeah, no, I'll definitely be, there'll definitely be at least a few a week, if not one every day. I I, I don't quite have uh, Johnny's inventory. Yeah, well, I mean, that most people don't have my weird-ass inventory, especially of Halloween games. Like, I start buying, I'm like, ooh, that one, I have never played this game, but it looks Halloween-y, I'm going to pick that up. There's not that many people. Yeah, well, that's fair. That just means that your Halloween Gaming 2016 picks will be phenomenal. Yeah, actually, by the time you're listening to this, the tag will already be out there. So go ahead and check it out and share, use the tag as well, and share with us your picks. Awesome. Okay, so let's uh, move to the last half of the show, which I think we'll just kind of zip through. What, what'd you buy? I didn't buy anything. That makes it easy. <laughs> yeah, what I know, right? Did, yeah, what did I buy? I bought some Halloween-themed games, which I don't really want to talk about because I'm going to show them to you later. 
Okay, well then we won't ask anything about that. All right, what are you playing? I've been playing a little bit more Chips Challenge on my phone. I'm liking that uh, I went from the uh, the iPhone 6 to the 7 Plus, so I'm really enjoying um, it on a bigger screen. I find it a little bit uh, easier. Other than that, um, not a whole whole lot. I played a little bit of Battletoads, just a quick throw-in. I mean, honestly, I can't play that for too long without getting frustrated. So, um, And then still working on finishing off Al- uh, Alice Madness Returns uh, for a you know another playthrough for the millionth time. Right, and I'm going to be picking my Halloween game to start, which I have not yet, though I am playing Bioshock, which, again, could have been on my list, but, you know, I, I'm going to talk about Bioshock later. I don't need to talk okay. about Bioshock in this top five. It's an awesome game. I uh, completed the first one, working on Infinity right now, and trying to decide whether I'm going to play through two. Okay. Yeah, I just skipped it right now. I was like, well, I'd rather just play Infinity. Well, you got to do what works for you. Yep. All right. So that's it for us this week. Thanks for listening. And where can we find you, Kat? You can find me on Instagram at Katsylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And you can find me at Johnny underscore Ayuchi. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. And be sure to use the tags.